Welcome to Living Life Well with Dr. Smith, the place to be for all things on health and wellness. On this podcast, you will find topics and resources you need to build your healthiest, happiest life possible. I'm Dr. Smith, and today the focus will be on physical wellness. If you have ever struggled with incorporating physical activity and healthy eating into your busy day, then listen up. You're in for a treat. Get ready for my new segments, more on spice and everything nice, and let's get physical. So grab your refreshing beverage, your drink, and open your mind to endless possibilities for your health and wellness. But don't stop there. I encourage you to help someone else by sharing the episode. You can also leave a review or comment if you have any thoughts or questions. I look forward to us growing together. Before we get into the meat of the episode, let me say that the purpose of this podcast is to provide some helpful tips and resources for you so you can actively practice helpful habits that improve your health and wellness. This information does not replace the need for certified and licensed professionals. I realize everyone does not always have the option of seeking the expertise of certain professionals. So hopefully some information given here will help you until you are able to access professionals with extensive experience on specific topics when necessary. So let's get physical. When you hear that phrase, you'll know the coming topic will focus on improving physical activity. But before we get started, we must first talk about goal setting so that when you set your goals, you'll set yourself up for success. I make it a habit to set SMART goals, SMART being an acronym, S for specific, M for measurable, A for attainable, R for relevant, and T for time-specific. So when you set a goal, it needs to be specific and measurable. If you want to lose weight, you need to specify how much weight you want to lose. So if you want to lose five pounds, that would be specific. If you just said, I want to lose weight, um, now that's going to make it a little bit more difficult for you to achieve the goal. Now, your goal has to be attainable or reasonable. For example, if your goal is to run a marathon, but you never run or exercise, this goal may need to be broken down into smaller parts. So instead of running a marathon at first, maybe start with a mile. You want to make sure that your goals are relevant, meaning it has to be important to you. No one else should set your goals because they have to be very personal. They have to match your interest. You wouldn't set a goal of running a marathon if you had no interest whatsoever in running or running a marathon at that. Last but definitely not least, your goals must be time specific. If you want to lose five pounds, you need to attach a deadline to the goal, such as two weeks. 
You'll be more focused on achieving your goal with a set date of accomplishment. So when making your SMART goals, make sure you put them in writing, keep your goals positive, keep a record of your progress. Remember, it's okay to make adjustments to your goals. Change is inevitable, so we have to make adjustments sometimes. Also, it's fine to reward yourself for accomplishments, for your achievements. Whether it's a simple high five, kind words, or maybe even a movie night. Rewards can be helpful and it can be motivating. Just focus on being consistent and just making progress. Remember, nobody's perfect. So, now we can set our goals. So, let's get physical. So let's get physical. Usually the most challenging part of improving physical wellness is getting started and being consistent. So if you find it hard to set aside time for physical activity, start with something that you were more likely to stick with regularly. A good example is taking a 10 minute relaxing walk each day between work and kids and um, so many other things. This may be the best option for some people. You want to make sure whatever you choose is relaxing. If you don't enjoy the activity, you won't be consistent. So if dancing is fun for you, find a Zumba class, a salsa class or something, whether it be in person or virtual. Walking and biking are great introductory um, activities. Both tax your joints less than other activities like running and different sports. You can even find a foldable stationary bike for $100 or less. And this allows you to work out no matter the weather. I probably shouldn't mention this, but you can catch your favorite show while you bike and while dinner's in the oven. If you are busy taking kids to practice or other events, just go for a walk during their practice. Just find creative ways to incorporate relaxing physical activities into your busy day. Don't forget to hydrate though, even throughout your day. When your body becomes dehydrated, it doesn't work as well. So keep water with you and eat some fruits like apples, bananas, oranges at least um, throughout the day because they contain electrolytes. If you're not sure what electrolytes are, they're essential minerals that require that are required for your many processes in your body, um, such as nerve and muscle function and maintaining balance in your body. Sports drinks also contain electrolytes. The key word here is sports because they are best when physical activity really challenges your body. You find if an activity is really challenging by how hard you sweat or breathe. You can also use what's called RPE, rate of perceived exertion as a guide. Um, RPE, it's a scale used to rate how hard you feel that your body is working. So please Google RPE or rate of perceived exertion and use the scale as a guide. 
If you're new to exercise, I would probably focus on light activity until your exercise becomes more consistent. As for tracking your heart rate, there are so many devices out there now that can help you with that. But please take the time to look up what a target heart rate is and how to utilize it for exercise. Heart.org is a good resource to access for this information. And I'm sure there are plenty others. Now that you have some general information, including helpful resources, you can get started on improving your physical wellness. Let's talk more on spice and everything nice. When you hear that phrase, you'll know that the coming topic will focus on improving eating habits. I want to first give you a helpful resource for creating balanced meals. The U.S. Department of Agriculture has a website, myplate.org. This is a helpful resource. There's even a mobile app you can use to help you with nutritional goals. So, today, this segment of Moral Spice and Everything Nice will focus on the herb garlic. I chose garlic because it's such a powerful addition to preparing food. Garlic is antibacterial, antiviral, and antifungal, meaning it fights bacteria, fungus, and viruses. It contains sulfur, which stimulates nitric oxide production in the blood vessels. This relaxes and improves the elasticity or the stretch of the vessels helping to lower blood pressure. It also reduces the risk of stroke and hardening of the arteries. Garlic also extracts toxic heavy metals in the colon and gives you a powerful immune boost. This powerful herb is also recognized for helping to prevent numerous types of cancer, including bowel, breast, and lung cancer and help treat prostate and bladder cancer. This, this herb is very powerful, but that's not all. Regular intake of garlic can help lower your homocysteine level, which is a risk factor for diabetes and heart disease. So if you don't really think about the herbs and spices you use to prepare your food, you need to start. Including garlic in your seasonings can be in, to an advantage for you. Fresh garlic is best, but if you only have garlic powder, then use it. Just remember, don't overdo it. Moderation is best. Too much could affect you negatively. As you modify or change your eating habits, I encourage you to include conversation about nutrition with your healthcare provider. Their expertise will be helpful as you work on improving your eating habits. Now, I hope this information helps you as you get started on improving your physical wellness. This week, take a moment and ask yourself, how can I improve my level of physical activity and my eating habits? Then, 
set at least one goal for each using SMART goals. Don't forget to write down your goals and track your progress. Remember, we're striving for consistency. I hope the information is helpful for you because I love it when we can continue to grow and build a healthier, happier life. I encourage you to help someone else by sharing this episode. Feel free to leave a review or comment if you have any thoughts or questions. And I look forward to us growing together. And until next time, live, love, and laugh as long as possible. See you soon.